Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. Welcome to a special episode of Soul Food titled Resolve. We wanted to release this episode before the new year because a lot of people are open to New Year's resolutions. And as we close out the year of 2018 and enter into this new year, or actually whenever you listen to this, this is a new phase that we are entering into, people are more open to change, more open to growth, more open to striving uh, for bettering themselves and improving and letting go of things that have held us down in the past. So in light of that, we wanted to have this special episode of Soul Food talking about our spiritual growth and our spiritual plan. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the strong believer and what it means to have strength in this path of change and of spiritual growth. Then we're going to talk about the potential for change. And finally, we'll talk about having a spiritual plan. And as we enter into this new year, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes it a blessed year and that he makes it a year of nearness to him and a year of obedience and a year of repentance and that it's a year that we are able to let go and uh, overcome the spiritual diseases that have held us back in the past. It's important when we're thinking about strength and the strength of the believer and the strong believer that we recognize that part of that strength and gaining that spiritual strength is that we need to prepare for that strength. We need to build ourselves up. Just like if someone wants to improve their physical state, that they have a plan that they begin to eat better, work out particular regimens, but the same goes for our spiritual growth. We sometimes think it's organic or that it happens kind of accidentally or haphazardly. But the reality is, is that our spiritual health and growth is more deserving of regimen and more deserving of a plan that allows us to actually reach our goal. So just like we are trying to attain physical strength and physical well-being, spiritual strength requires a plan as well. So uh, as we uh, begin this new year, then we need to think about ways that we want to change. And the Prophet ﷺ encapsulates this deep and beautiful wisdom in a hadith where he talks about this strength and he talks about the path that we need to have and the mindset that we need to have in order to change. He says, المؤمن القوي خير وأحب إلى الله من المؤمن الضعيف وفي كل خير. The strong believer is better and more beloved to God than the weak believer, though there is good in each of them. So this is the believer that is strong in faith, that has a strong connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the rest of the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ goes on and shows us how the strength of that belief translates into our mindset and translates into having this resolve in moving forward, in being people of determination, people of positivity, people of growth and change. Then the Prophet ﷺ says, 
احرص على ما ينفعك واستعن بالله ولا تعجز strive for what benefits you seek out that which benefits you and seek assistance from Allah in achieving that and then he says something beautiful that we all really need to hear especially in today's world where so many people feel down the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam after telling us to strive and to seek assistance in Allah he says and do not be incapacitated do not think that you cannot do it. Do not be powerless. Do not say, you know what, this journey is so long and I'm so weak that I'm not even going to try. A lot of people, they get caught up in the past, whether it's past failures or things that didn't go their way. And the devil wants to make you think that you can't change and that there's too much work to be done and that the journey is too long. But the Prophet ﷺ says, strive, seek out what benefits you. And in addition to that, and most importantly, is seek assistance from Allah. بالله, seek assistance from Allah and do not be incapacitated. Do not be weighed down. That start, take one step forward and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist you. The hadith goes on. وَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٌ فَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا وَلَكِنْ قُلْ قَدَرُ اللَّهِ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلْ فَإِنَّ لَوْ تَفْتَحُ عَمَلَ الشَّيْطَانِ And if something happens to you, something bad, something that you don't like, the Prophet ﷺ says, don't say, if only I did such and such, the outcome would have been this way. But rather say, what it is whatever God wills, and whatever He wills, He does. For saying, if you say, if only, if only it was like this, everything would have been different. If only I did this, my whole life would have changed. If only I didn't do that thing, I wouldn't have failed. And I would have been going down a totally different path in my life. The Prophet ﷺ says, don't say that. Because saying, if only, opens the actions of the devil. That opens the door for the shaitan to take you down a vicious cycle. And even after you go down that vicious cycle, nothing will be other than what Allah has already willed. You'll be back at square one. So don't get caught up in that kind of thinking, but accept the decree of Allah and move forward. Don't live in the past. The Prophet ﷺ tells us, the pens have been lifted and the ink has dried. Don't dwell but move forward and always, always have a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this hadith teaches us to be people of action, to seek out what benefits us, to trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that helps us be more hopeful and optimistic and proactive. And to let go of past failures, to learn from them, but to not be held down by them. That brings us to the next point about the potential for change. You know, if you thought about all of the things that you needed to change about yourself in one moment, it would be overwhelming. And your nafs, it likes to be invisible and not be the focus of attention. If you do focus on it, it's going to bring out all of these excuses. You know, that it's out there, that their problems are all outside of you. And if only this happened, things would have changed, just like we were talking about. 
But firstly and most importantly, know that if you want to change for the better, if you want to get right with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you want to grow and advance on this spiritual path, that if Allah grants you His assistance, you can overcome anything. Nothing can hold you back if Allah grants you His tawfiq. So that's the first thing you have to keep in mind. The second thing is, remember that this journey that you are on of getting closer to Allah and turning back to Allah is one that you need. You're the one who needs it. We all need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So delaying and holding ourselves back doesn't get us anywhere. So when it comes to change, keep those things in mind. And if you ever feel hopeless, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make something out of you. You can change. You can be of those who are brought close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we can't afford to stay on the path of failure and the path of dishonor. The Prophet ﷺ, he teaches us something that gives us a lot of hope, but also gives us an action plan. He says that there was a man who had killed 99 people. 99 people. That's a lot of people. And then he goes to a monk to see if he can repent. And he wants to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he goes to this monk and he says, I've killed 99 people. Will God ever forgive me? And the monk says, you killed 99 people? Absolutely not. You will not be forgiven by God. And if you think about it, you know, this monk, by his standards, he's someone who's cut himself off from the world to devote himself exclusively to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By his standards, this guy is hopeless. So the man didn't like the monk's answer. He got angry and he ended up killing the monk, making it an even hundred. But then he went to a scholar, a man of understanding and knowledge, and he said, I've killed a hundred people. Will God ever forgive me? Is there any hope that I can repent and turn back to God? Is there any hope that I can change? And the scholar said to him, yes, as long as you have life, the door to repentance and the door to turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is open. But this city is a bad environment for you, and you have a lot of bad memories here. You need to leave here and go to a place of righteousness. And if you go there and live there and repent, God will forgive you. So the man, as the Prophet ﷺ tells us, he leaves town, he leaves this place where he committed all of these egregious crimes. And he goes towards this place where he wants to repent. But along the way, he dies. He dies before he gets there. And the Prophet ﷺ teaches us that Allah accepted his repentance. The point of the story is that if this man who killed a hundred people, if he had hope that he could change, then there's hope for all of us. As long as we have life, the door to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is wide open. But wishful thinking is not enough. We need to have a plan. So that brings us to the final point, the spiritual plan. It's important that you have a spiritual plan for your growth. That you don't just have wishful thinking about your spiritual growth. Studies have shown that if you just have a wish, 
and you think that that wish is easy to fulfill, you're more likely to fail. So if someone says, I have an exam tomorrow, oh, the exam's going to be easy. And then that person will not put any effort into studying, they're more likely to fail. So we oftentimes, if we're honest with ourselves, have a lot of wishful thinking when it comes to our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our changing of our own bad habits. So it's good to have a strategy. Whether it's something that you want to do, a habit that you want to form, whether it's praying Qiyam al-Layl or reading Qur'an daily or praying on time or engaging in more dhikr or it's something bad that you want to get rid of and, and leave in your life such as looking at things that are forbidden and spiritually poisonous for your soul or leaving aside, you know, using bad language or some other bad habit, you have to have a plan. So there's something very interesting I came across recently, and it's a psychological method that helps people fulfill their goals. And it has a funny name. It's an acronym. And the method is found in this acronym, and the acronym is WHOOP, W-O-O-P. And that stands for Wish, Outcome, Obstacle, and Plan. So wish is that you envision what your uh, wish actually is. What is it that you want? I want to get closer to Allah. I want to pray on time. I want to read Quran daily. I want to leave aside bad language. That's your wish. But make it a wish that is manageable and realistic. So if you're not praying on time, don't don't say, I want to pray Qiyam al-Layl tomorrow night at 3 a.m. That's not manageable and realistic. So find something that's realistic. And then the, the O is outcome. Imagine that outcome. How will that impact your life? How positive will that feel, that change, that goal being fulfilled? What is the sense of accomplishment like that you imagine? How will it positively impact your life? After you think about that outcome, then think of an internal obstacle that will stand in the way of you fulfilling that goal. In other words, how is the nafs going to get between you and the outcome that you want? When you think about how your nafs is going to get in the way, that comes to the next letter in the acronym, which is P for plan. So then you have to plan around the obstacle that your nafs is going to uh, present to you as you want to achieve this goal. So when you have this wish and you think about the outcome and you envision how good it will feel to achieve that wish, then you think about the internal obstacle and then you have a plan to overcome that obstacle. And inshallah, we'll have a link in the show notes about this method so that people, inshallah, can benefit. So that brings us to the call to action, which I think is pretty clear, is in this new year, try to think of as many righteous intentions that you can have in this upcoming year, and then start off with one goal that you want to achieve and apply this WHOOP method. S sit down and write it out, what your wish is, what the outcome would look like, what the obstacle is, and what your plan is to overcome that obstacle. And then when you achieve that goal, think of another goal. And then when you achieve that, think of another goal. And then inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
will put a lot of blessing and barakah and goodness and uh, a nearness in this upcoming year and that will be of those who inshallah uh, put our intentions into action and use our thought and our ability uh, to seek out the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May Allah make this a blessed year for the Ummah of the Beloved Prophet May it be a year of great and blessed changes and that we draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we follow in the footsteps of the Beloved Prophet and that it be a year of mercy and that it be a year of relief and alleviation for those who are suffering and that it be a year of obedience and nearness to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fulfill our intentions and fulfill our goals. Strive and put your trust in Allah and know that you can inshallah uh, uh, be of those who are brought near to Him and be of those who are firm uh, on the footsteps and the path of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and of those who are given the highest levels of paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that through his generosity and his mercy and his grace. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.